Welcome to this episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches. As writers, we have an instinctual need to be creative. It's a calling from deep within that cannot and should not be stifled. There's an endless list of questions we ask ourselves, ranging from what do I write to how to market the book I just published. It's through community and conversation we expand our knowledge. Pour yourself a mug of tea and join me as I share the pearls of wisdom I discovered along my journey and why I transform simple journal entries to tracking important details that may or may not be included in the memoir I intend to complete. I have been someone who's journaled on and off since I was 16. When the pen makes contact with the paper, it is a private moment. It's an intimate process where there's no need for me to be concerned about anyone's perceptions, judgments, or critiques. We are free to rant like crazed lunatics, dream about our a desired outcome, keep a running log of the books we want to read, express how we want to feel about how we feel about a certain relationship, bear our grieving hearts on a blank page, plot out this and that, and remind ourselves what we need XYZ at the store next time we go into town. The pages of my journal are typically filled with rough drafts for blog posts, content, newsletters, podcast episodes, <laughs> marketing material, and yada da 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 da. It tends to be where I brain dump a lot of useful and, well, not so useful ramblings. A journal is a way for us to record pretty much anything we want. The intention and the uses are endless. And the best part, you can't get it wrong. How you journal is, well, totally up to you. Again, you can't get it wrong. When I travel, my journal entries are more of a detailed log of my experiences. Eventually, I'll finish writing my memoir. I had to, for personal reasons, set it aside for now. Currently, though, I am working on a fictional book I started years ago. Crazy that I found it now, and it has been calling me, beckoning me to write it. So, I am. <laughs> Anyways, when I'm writing and traveling, I wrote down the highways, cities, and things in common to me that I encountered each day because of the time of the year I typically leave my home state. It's necessary to track the weather. But that information didn't get logged the first year unless it was, well, cause of concern. And it ended up being more of an entry of, holy crap, I dealt with this today. The first summer I returned back to the area I kind of sort of call home, I moved from toying with the idea of writing a memoir to actually putting content in a book writing format. I scrolled through my journals and blog posts that I had written over the previous winter and found I wanted more detail. How did I feel when I experienced the first lightning storm where the continuous strikes were within a mile range of my little camper 
and my phone was squawking with tornado warnings. I'll tell you, it had been a long time since I had straightening strikes that close to where I was, and here I am in this little fiber fiberglass box that's, you know, I think it was a 18 foot, no, a 17 and a half foot long camper. So there was pretty freaky. And I'm tucked away in my bed underneath the covers and, and I'm watching, you know, the radar on my cell phone. But still, I didn't write those kind of details down. I remember them now, but say I choose not to pick up the memoir, say for five years, am I still going to remember some of those details? Good chance I won't. So, anyways, and the other thing was, as I began to assemble the baseline for my memoir, I found myself trying to remember certain elements, and I had to do more research than I anticipated. Why? Because I didn't write down that information. And why didn't I? Because at that point, I was writing snippets of my travels in a blog post and keeping the content light and breezy, easy peasy. You know, just kind of like that topical conversation, the light and and positive. I dabbled into a little bit of my grief, but still, it wasn't getting into where I was emotionally, which when you're writing a memoir, any writing coach will tell you, dig deeper. You've got to bring the reader to where you're at emotionally. What I realized was I needed to dig, again, a little deeper and write what I was feeling when I was feeling it. The events or the things that will, but most likely won't go uh, into the book years later. Including more sensory descriptive information has proven to be so beneficial. So now when I'm traveling, what typically goes in my journal entries? Well, the day, the date, the time, and I include the time zone that I'm in, my location. Uh, If I'm traveling, the start and end mileage, and let's see, the time the sun rises and sets. And oddly enough, you might think that's a little bizarre, But actually, that information has proven to be useful because it reminds me where I was. Was it daylight when this was happening? Or I'm I'm very, I've learned to be very detail-oriented with my journal entries when I'm traveling. And then, of course, as you might have guessed by my current comment before, the current temperature, the day's uh, forecasted high, and any unusual storms that are posted for the area. A list of the places I visited, my experiences there, the details that stood out, uh, you know, that stood out to me. For example, when I visited like Caprock Canyon State Park in Texas, and I could intuitively feel the native earthwalkers. That's the name I received through my intuition who were watching over me. I could feel their presence. 
the fearful sensation I felt when I pulled into a state park and I won't disclose where. And I had to leave because it made me feel extremely uncomfortable. I later found out that that campground was actually located on top of a former battlefield where a lot of people died. And I could feel that heartbreak. It was just I was very sad there, and it really affected me in a not how I wanted to feel. So not only does journaling record our experiences, but provides memory triggers so that we can slip easier into our past experiences and build from that foundation. A key element for readers to connect with our adventure and become absorbed in, you know, into our storyline are those sensory details. They do make a difference. If you're reading a book and it's just giving you light information or basically not even sharing with you like the environment, what does the character see? What is the person? What are they doing? You're, you're topically reading it. You're just reading the content. You're not sinking into the story. Your imagination is not fully seeing what is happening. So when we have those sensory details and writing in that uh, Ken picked up a fork and, you know, slammed his fist on the table or, you know, when you don't write those details and you're just writing dialogue or you're just writing the events without those sensory, we don't see it. We don't get absorbed into the storyline and get lost, as one would say. Since I've mentioned blog posts a handful of times, this is a good time to bring up a question, something that's been brought up in several conversations lately, um, actually in the last week, and it's kind of weird how that's happened, has to do with blog posts, specifically categories and tags. I won't go into details about the conversation. However, I would like to share why categories and tags are important when publishing, you know, your blog post. Adding a category and tag does help with your SEO. However, more importantly, it helps with organizing your content. Say you wish to provide groupings of posts for readers to view. For example, okay, so I'm going to use this as an example, my website, ckcoaches.com. This is where I have a fair number of blog posts. So blog posts will appear in specific locations on certain web pages. There are articles posted on the virtual assistant page that will not appear where I specifically post the Adventure Continues series. A category is the point of interest. Tags break down the categories into specifics or, you know, topics. A great example would be, okay, so say you're standing at the grocery store and you're looking down aisle three and the sign above it reads baking. Baking would be a category. So you wander down the aisle and you go to where the baking items are at and you find baking soda, flour, yeast, chocolate chips. <laughs> Those would be considered tags. 
It's the breakdown of the point of interest into topics. For the pen to paper press, uh, dot com website, where I host this podcast, the most used category is podcast for obvious reasons. When I break down the show notes pages into tags, what is the podcast about? So like for this one, it would be about journaling, memoir, uh, traveling. Um, well, no, I don't have a traveling tag on there, but anyways, you get the point. So those are tags. Again, this is how I separate the show notes pages, AKA blog posts for listeners to search blog post episode topics that they are seeking, such as marketing, investing in your book, editing, self-publishing, uh, let's see, memoir, nonfiction, fiction, you get the point. So it's a way to break it down and organize the website and the website content for easier viewing. I hope this bit of information is helpful. I am in the process of creating a workshop to dig a little deeper for those individuals who'd like to learn more about the elements of publishing blog posts, again, such as the utilizing categories and tags. Before we end our time together, I'd like to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Visit pentapaperpress.com backslash podcast and select the show notes page for this episode and share your insights on journaling in the comment section. I would love to know what you do differently or if you found my insights to be helpful for you moving forward with you know with writing a memoir we don't always know we are writing a memoir when we're journaling memoirs typically are not planned they are like a reflection on a traumatic event or a incredible event and unless we are planning it to be a, a memoir, then it's easy to write down these details. Again, I had no intentions of writing a memoir when I set out on my journey three years ago. I intended to write blog posts. And again, the intent was to keep it easy peasy, light and breezy. <laughs> So, again, let me know your thoughts about your, your journaling. To receive future episodes in your inbox, subscribe to the Pen to Paper Press podcast newsletter. And follow this podcast on your favorite apps. You are invited to share this episode or any of your favorite episodes with individuals who, well, will resonate with the content. Take care, and until next time, keep your pen to paper and write. Your words have power. Your story matters. Bye for now.